Gotta get oh shit, that was the wrong song. <laughs> Hold up. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, what up, Soak Nation? <laughs> Welcome to episode 9 of Let's Talk About It with John and Lucas. My name's John. I'm here with my compa. Lucas, what up, Lucas? Wow, dude, that was a freaking awesome Dre right there, dude. I'm Thanks, stoked man. to be on the airwaves once again for episode nine of Let's Talk About It with John and Lucas, bro. Boom, clap, stokers. Let's get that stoke up and going on this beautiful, beautiful day of the week. Take that stoke, toss it in the skillet, throw some <laughs> sriracha, salt, pepper, whatever yeah, yeah. kind of seasoning. When you're making eggs, what is the most... Necessary thing you add on salt and pepper. Yeah, I agree. Second, I, I, was, I was trying to trip you into saying like sriracha, but I was or like, whoa, sauce. bro, salt and pepper, bro. Salt and pepper is the foundation you need to build a home on. Yeah. Other than the egg, the egg I is think salt and pepper goes in literally everything. Yeah, my pizza rolls are sizzling, bro. Dude, your sizzling, pizza rolls are stoked bro. up right now. Yeah, we're recording this on a Tuesday evening. Uh, we're stoked. We're why? Stoked to be why? Here. Why are we recording this on a Tuesday, Lucas? Well, we don't really know what arrives, but no. for the first time ever, one of our audio files in which we, you know, record this podcast was corrupted, and we basically we lost an entire fifty-minute episode that All we, of uh, it. I recorded uh, this past Friday. So we're re-recording on Tuesday because we're free. to deliver the content that all of our stokers deserve. Not only deserve, but honestly, demand. The the demand has really been going up recently, and don't get me wrong, I love it. I thrive when people demand things of me, you know? Like my mom, when she's like, hey, go do your homework. Yes, ma'am. Go move out. Get your life together. Yeah, okay. Obviously, I respect that, you know? Uh, anyway, let's, uh, let's jump right in to, um, to our topics for today. Like we like we said, we did have a mishap with episode nine previously. That was a bummer, and that kind of gave me an idea of technology's disadvantages. You know, what does technology struggle with? Mm. Lucas, are you done with your pizza rolls yet? Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. What, in your opinion, when do we know that technology has gone too far? Will it ever? When it goes too far. And here's the question. We're going from the struggle of a voice memo to technology, like, literally, like, going too far on a systemic, social, like, Yeah, like, societal. is there such thing as a as a bad advancement in technology? For sure. Like what? What's an example? Like, I can think of a couple classic examples. I would say, like, honestly, I would say, like, a, man, I don't know, because, like, I think a drug, so like right now you can make an argument that developing a drug that like gives someone happiness with zero setbacks mm-hmm. would be an advancement. Because like right now we have like things like antidepressants and all those things, but they do have like their side, side effects. effects yeah. So uh, you can argue that a drug that gives you like an up from like, so let's say, like from like heroin. The movie, like from the movie Limitless. Sure. That's more of like a mental enhancement. But I mean, like, an emotional state, enhancing your emotional state with zero side effects, 
I think that is a dangerous thing to do because at, so, at a certain point... Like the love potion from Harry Potter. Yeah. Everyone's going to be on that drug, and I'm not sure, like, are we our true selves if our emotions are chemically, like... Altered. Altered across the board. I guess you made the argument that eventually it would become a standard, but I prefer my emotional state. Obviously, there's some people that, that need that. Like, people mm. that are on antidepressants, that would be a great advancement for them, but I think a, a drug like that would be abused by... The majority, if not all, of the population. And then you, what about you? Then, then we lose what makes us human. Exactly, dude. Which is uh, a heartbreak. A heartbreak. That's exactly right. Heartbreak. Mm-hmm. Like when you bite into your pizza roll and it's too hot. Actually, that was just right there. You mm-hmm. did it. Really? I held off. Remember, you have up. to eat quietly. I know. I know. Okay. Um, in my opinion, you went for the drug route. I, I respect that route. Um, I was thinking like weapons. Oh yeah, for sure. Like the atomic bombs, introducing that into the world. I don't know. See, that was really bad. But in reality, how many atomic bombs have actually been used on people? Like I know, obviously, like Hiroshima and Nagasaki. But what about (laughs) have there been others? I'm no history buff, but I'm gonna go ahead and say no. Kowalski analysis. Ding ding ding! Only two. Thanks, Kowalski. So, but but like the benefits of a nuclear like reactors, nuclear fusion, fission like that was the basis of the atomic bomb was what fission, right? The, yeah, it was fission that created. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Well, there's like H bomb now. That, that sounds about fusion, right. Something. But but you have those <laughs> those processes that create like really crazy amounts of energy, and I, I would say that's benefited the world. Sure. But yeah, the atomic bomb, man, not cool. It created a lot more harmful dynamics, dangerous situations. Right. What was it that Oppenheimer said? He's like, the guy who made the bomb, like right. the main guy, Doc. was like, like was just like in utter shambles. Doc like, Ock. After it was used, I think it was Doc Ock. No, Doc Ock. Oh. From Spider Man. Oh yeah, for sure, dude. He was, dude. That guy was kind of a badass. For sure, he was. Like for sure, dude. For sure, dude. He had eight. Arms, what? How, no, wait, what no, he the, had ten. Wait, he had eight. Is that why they called him Doc? No, Oc? no, no, no. It's because he. I uh, thought he just really enjoyed octopus, like when when he went to dinner. No, yeah, he went to sushi sushi AI and yeah. he got the octopus. Right, that's right. But he I, has eight arms. Good. That's a pretty happy little coincidence, honestly, dude. It is. You know, I bet the writers didn't know that, but like, <laughs> I bet if once they hear this podcast, Check the writers stoked as fuck. Wait, who owns Spider Man? Sony. Yeah, dude, Sony. Make sure you pay us your royalties whenever you get this information from us, bro. More like Brony. Wait. Uh, Brony's something totally different, right? Just a man that likes My Little Pony. Kowalski. Analysis. Am I a Brony? You make fun of all my... Oh, Kowalski. Sorry, Kowalski. No, you are not a Brony. Oh, thank God. Yeah, you're not. You make fun of my anime watching. And Brony's by nature anime watchers. Wait, what's it? Do you mean your hentai watching? <sighs> See, you can't be saying words like hentai because, like, Spotify's gonna be, like, triggered and, like, just ban this entire channel. Hey, probably. some people think it's an art form. Oh, I think it's just, like, octopuses having sex with, like, little girls <laughs> from, like, the jokes I've seen. So, I'm gonna take a hard pass on hentai. <laughs> hard pass on that being an art form. Wait, so, so what hey, other... Hey, if that's what you like, bro... <laughs> I'll judge you silently. <laughs> Reminds me of this vine. I'm about to butcher the delivery. <laughs> but be ready, okay? Mm-hmm. 
one guy's like, don't kink shame me. And then the other one's like, but kink shaming is my kink. <laughs> and then the other guy's like, fuck. Oh! I know that line. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Shout out to the GF. She uh, showed me that. It's a pretty stellar one. Yeah, it's a really good vine. Uh, but anyway, any other um, any other ways that technology could maybe, or ha- maybe has already gone too far? What about all this facial all recognition right. and like that Facebook portal thing? What about the fact that Instagram feeds you ads about things you've talked to about your, with your friends? Yeah, I'm not a big fan of that one. Yeah, that one kind of spooks me out. But also, I'm not that mad because all the products are like pretty like cool products. Well, also you have those freaking like Amazon developed a technology that gently shocks workers when they walk in the wrong direction of the package they're supposed to be picking up. What? It's like at that point, dude, are we just freaking like kennel dogs trained to like deliver packages? Like that's kind of messed. I don't like that. Where did you hear that, dude? It was like a news report, man. Dude, I've been reading a lot of The Onion. It was not from The Onion. It was like on a national. Like, I... Well, The Onion is pretty good, though. Is that your only point for news? No, I watched The Onion and Clickhole. <laughs> and that's how you keep the date? Yeah. Did you read the one about Donald Trump being a um, time traveler or whatever? Like, that's pretty crazy, dude. Like, whenever yeah. you stop this kind of shit. Yeah, if he's a time traveler, like, don't you have to be 35 to be president? Mm-hmm. Is there an upper age limit? Because it said, the article said he was, like, 367 years old. Like, I feel like maybe you're not as in touch with, like, people today as you well, think you are. I know are. a big concern with Reagan was that he got so old that people thought he might have had, like, a, what's the, what's the term called? Uh, dementia. So, like, if you're 300 years old, you almost certainly have that. Yeah. Well said. Um, so, you're eating pizza rolls right now. Reminds me of a funny story you mentioned about 10 minutes ago about the pizza boycott. Oh, dude. Let's let's dive into this story. The pizza boycott. Was I'll, I'll, be a, I'll just be an audience member. You never heard this, right? I don't think so. Alright, so junior year of high school, me and my best friend, David. David, uh, shout out David, what's up dude? We just chilled, man, we just tried to live, we loved high school, like, I'm not the cliche High school guy. was the best, dude. It, it was, it wasn't the best, because college is most definitely better, but, oh. I'm not, I, so like, there's two extremes there, dude, there's people that are like, living in high school, so they're like, oh man, oh, high school dude, remember that time I got that tackle in Litchfield, and like, all the chillers were like, what? and I was like, concussed. Right. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It was the opposite side was like, dude, high school, living hell, bro. College, eh, so much better, dude. High school, yeah. I got swirly. High school, I had to go do chores with my mom, and she she bathed me, and that was weird. There's like, <laughs> there's like those people. Yeah, you too. can't make that stuff up, guys. You can't. Anyways, I like to think that I'm a happy medium of that. <laughs> More I like a sad school. medium. Am I right, Kowalski? <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Kowalski. But... I would think that. Anyways, I enjoyed high school. And on Fridays, our junior year, every day for lunch, our lunches were pretty dismal. We only went to a high school with 500 kids, so like, you know, not like a massive, like, dank little system going on. So, you know, pretty shitty lunches, right? But on Fridays, they brought in Casey's Pizza, which is a gas station in the Midwest that has dang-ass pizza. Yeah, yo, that, that pizza actually is pretty fire. They brought in Casey's Pizza, right? So, we'd buy the fuck out of it. But the slices... I think it was somewhere around two seventy five a slice of our lunch money. Excuse me? A slice, bro. What? Where's Michelle Obama? Dude. Okay. 
Don't even mention her name, bro, because our soda machine got moved an entire 60 feet away from the lunchroom. So, next time you see Michelle Obama, be ready to get punched in the face, because my little fat ass, junior year, wanted all the soda, bro. All the soda, dude. But she said no. She, she said no. who shall not be named. Oshel Mobamba. You work your way around that one, but next time if you get any closer than that, dude, it's game over for you and Oshel. <laughs> but Mamba, <laughs> yeah. But anyways, this pizza was hella overpriced. David and I ate it like a little sheep, and so did the whole school for like you know a solid quarter, maybe quarter and a half. And we realized, wait a minute, they're gouging us on these prices. We ran some math with our math teacher because we wanted to make sure our calculations were precise, <laughs> right? And we figured, all right, dude. They're probably ordering, they're ordering somewhere in the ballpark of, these numbers are probably not correct. It was like ballpark of like, you know, 50 pizzas. I think it was like 60 pizzas. Like surely they're getting a bulk discount. So already a large pizza from Casey's is like, you're making a solid like $10 profit off the way they're charging the slices. But they're also getting this sick discount. So they're probably making a 20, they're probably making like a $15 profit at 60 bucks of the pizza. They're making nearly $1,000 on us every Friday just Mm -hmm. because we want to eat pizza. Mm Mm-hmm. And the saltiest thing was, the saltiest thing was, we had a closed campus policy. Casey's, a hundred feet from the school. You could have gone down and gotten your own slice of pizza for a buck. You you could buy single slices for like a buck fifty from Casey's, dude. Dude, what's the difference between beer nuts and deer nuts? I feel like deer nuts are like the testicles on a deer. No, no, no. beer nuts are about one fifty. Deer nuts are under a buck. <laughs> dude, t- text your dad that one. Oh, my dad would die, dude. <laughs> so we uh, decided to naturally boycott these pizza prices with the idea that the price would come down. So we walked through the hallways and we whispered, "Feast or famine?" <gasps> Feast or famine? Feast or famine? And then one of us tweeted, "They were like, students of Bond County community number two, we will rise up." Hashtag Feast or famine. And so we did this. Ye- we did this starting like on the Friday of Pizza Day with the plans of doing it next Friday. And so by the time like people had tweeted it, I was making sure to retweet everything I saw. We had set, we, we almost did poses. We're like, ah, we don't want the administration to like, know before it happens. Mm-hmm. So we were a little low-key about it. But by the time Pizza Days rolls around, I'm in second lunch hour. Usually by second lunch hour. So what happens is like at the end of second lunch hour, they'll offer slices for like a dollar fifty to make sure they liquidate all the slices that are uh-huh. left, right? I was in second lunch hour, and I just noticed in the back, dude, just three times the normal amount of pizzas that were left. And we're all just like, holy fuck, dude. It worked. This actually worked. We go to this lunch line, already a dollar fifty a slice. They had already knocked it down because there were so many left, and they knew something was up. They knew something was wrong, right? So we buy the pizzas, you know, and like, we're all like, fuck yeah! We did it! We're all like cheering, eating our cheap-ass pizzas, right? And then we just watched them like throw away like quite a few pizzas oh. at the end of the day. <laughs> and like, we're like, hell yeah, like that's it. We won. Next Friday rolls around. There's no more pizza left. They, they, they just didn't buy any pizza. <laughs> we have forgot. So typically a boycott works by telling people the mission of your boycott and then boycotting. We forgot to tell the administration that we were boycotting because the prices were unfair. So they just thought the demand was down. They just fucking stopped buying pizza. <laughs> they just pizza. thought you guys didn't want pizza anymore. <laughs> so oh, our no. boycott completely backfired. But luckily, David and I found a very willing scapegoat. He was a senior. He's like, I don't get this shit. Like, people are going to hate me. I'm like, all right. 
So we had him be the head of the boycott. People gave him shit for like the rest of the semester, and Dave and I had no crimes on our record anymore. Till now. It's all right. We admitted it like senior year. People didn't really care at that point. Wait, so to this day, is there no pizza They reintroduced it as of, they reintroduced it last year, last school year. I don't know if it's still going or not, but hopefully the price is up now. You should, you should find out. Now you're more educated, you have more power, you I could, uh, like a, I could be like a picket line leader next time. You could really pull some, pull some weight now. Hell yeah, dude. Really, um, get the troops involved too. I'd go down there, I'd fight for you guys. My favorite thing at, at lunch was uh, was chicken strips and mashed potatoes and gravy and like these French Ooh. fries that were shaped like uh, happy faces. I really oh, enjoyed dude. them. Smiley fries, bro. Yeah, smiley, smiley, smiley fries. fries. And I saw them at Schnooks the other day. I was like, do I grab them? You should cop them. I should. I no, I didn't want to because they tasted like like cardboard. Mm. But it's all right. Um. How about we go over some news headlines to speculate what they mean? What do you think? Let's do it, bro. All right, I took I took some screenshots of some good ones that that popped up. All right, here we go. Now, if you ask me, this has a Nicolas Cage movie written all over it. A sinkhole opens up near the White House. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Channing Tatum's about to bust his ass in, and he's gonna say, "What does he say? Black Hawk down!" And then everyone's mm. just Nicholas Cage comes out. That guy from Taken One Nicholas Cage is and a Taken right? Two comes out. Liam Neeson, thanks, Kowalski. Nicholas Cage out. is a terrorist, though, right? He's the one who probably comes out. yeah. And it's Nicholas Cage versus Channing Tatum and Liam Neeson. So here's what I'm thinking: Who takes that? I'm watching the hell out of that movie, and I think Liam Neeson's standing on top at the end. You think? And he's gonna combine the forces of Canada, Mexico, and Britain. Come over and kick those terrorists while the U.S. is under wraps, you know what I'm saying? No. Wait, well, so the U.S. Thinking. falls? The, the U.S. falls because this terrorist just Nicholas got, all the launch, got all the launch codes, right? Oh, and not the launch codes. hovering over the button. And so the rest of the world has to combine to stop him from, you know, destruction of the world. What does he blow up? Like, what? where are the launch codes pointed? Bro, come on. Man. The U.S. has a nuclear nuke pointed at every single every city, single in, city the in the world. But in reality, I don't think this is a movie, bro. I think it's finally time for the mole people to strike and take over the service world. Wait, the mole people? The mole people are coming. They talk to you too? Do they talk to me, bro? I am a mole people. Kowalski. Jonathan! <laughs> Mr. Mole? <laughs> Please, call me Gladys. <laughs> Hello, Gladys. <laughs> Can, how can I help you? How's the service world today? Uh, it was rainy. Uh, I hope your ground isn't too muddy. Oh, no, no, no. We developed plenty of tools to get the water away from us. Yes, sir, we have. Now listen, Jonathan. Yeah? Last time you came below the earth, did you enjoy the fried rats I gave you? Yeah, I The answer is no. Fried rats taste like dog shit. That's why us more people want to go to the surface. Quick. Listen, Jonathan, we need your help. Do you need more dog shit? No. We need your help. You're studying engineering, right? Yeah. With your human mind, although smaller than us moles, we could theoretically take over this <laughs> this surface world together. Gladys, are you okay? Did you just call me Gladys? Yeah, that's your name, right? Thought it was something else, but yeah, sure, Gladys, <laughs> right? Sorry, us moles have incredibly short attention spans and long-term memory as well. 
In other words, I have no idea what the fuck's going on minute by minute. But I try my best. Anyway, Jonathan, did you enjoy that rap meet I gave you last time? We already talked about this, Gladys. No, we didn't, Jonathan. Now come on down to the server's row for a little bit. Here, take this elevator with me. Come on. Gladys, why are you trying to take over the White House? Didn't I tell ya? The underworld sucks ass. Rat meat tastes like dog shit. I'm done eating rat meat. I don't want the stuff the White House serves. I heard last time this national football team game, they had fast food from every joint in the country. I want that on my dairy plate every night. That sounds like a great dream you have, little guy. Pat, Pat. <laughs> now, I have someone I want you to meet. Okay. His name is Brutus, and he is my Doberman. Alright, see you, Jonathan. I, I enjoy the talk. No, Gladys, where are you going? I, I, we aren't done. Do I need to tell you the truth? The truth of mole-dog relations? Yeah. It was a year 10. Brutus, Brutus. Good. Jonathan. Jonathan, he he got a lot out of me there. Please, will you do me one last <coughs> favor before before I die? What is it, Gladys? So my child, Jake Schaefer, that one day I want him to be the leader the overworld and the underworld. You see, Jonathan, he is of both races. He is mole and surface dweller. Wait. He is the one to which unite was, our clans. Which was the mother and which was the father? Well, I'm clearly a woman. <laughs> and the father... Who the hell? Was Lucas Langham. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Lu Lucas. Lucas Bangham. Lucas Bangham. Jonathan, what's so funny, bro? What's going on? Sorry, I just totally blacked out. All right, next news title, news headline. Food delivery robots will deliver pizza and coffee to students at this college. All right, here's my thing about this. There's literally no way this won't be used for beer. For sure, dude. For sure, right? They'd definitely be called beer bots by the end of the week. Beer bots! Bush lattes, dude. Mm -hmm. There you go. I found... That's the... <coughs> that's the, uh... The, what's it called? Like, the clink in the armor. The, the uh, chink. That's the loophole. Loophole. Mm. Now, you, I think I've discussed my view on AI and robots in the past on this podcast. Not a big fan of them. Don't trust their asses. So I would, if I was in that college, I would definitely order food every meal. And every time a robot came, I would just sleep or hold. <laughs> go to sleep. Go to sleep, robots. And then I'd just disassemble it and create my own non-AI remote-controlled robot army to fight the AI army. But sorry, I, I, I digress. Wait, how would that work? How many... Don't you have to have a human for every controller? Mm, it'd be more like a hive mentality, so... That's AI, dude. But listen, I control <laughs> the leader, though. So as long as the leader doesn't break out of my chain of command, 
then the little minion robots are under my control as well. Dude, you know? minions rise up to tear down the leader. That's every civilization in the world. Listen, John, I appreciate this input, and because of that, I'm going to make sure I put self-destruct chips in each of my robots, dude. You just might have saved humanity, bro. Smart. No, don't say smart, bro. That was your idea, bro. I know. You're the smart. I'm bro. talking to myself. Oh, okay. Yeah, classic jump. Classic jump. Mission accomplished. All right, Lucas. Uh, I gotta... Wait, wait, wait. John, the fuck was that, dude? What was what? I was just saying I should. I gotta go. Kowalski, analyze that. Seems to be blocked by a firewall of some kind. Hmm. Is Kowalski half robot, John? Because that would mean he's Kalu. No, Kowalski's. He's a he's friend chill. robot. Though. He's chill. Yeah, he's chill. So he is actually hitting a firewall. So I'm curious what this firewall. What the hell is a firewall? I well, it's a wall made of fire. So you really just need to get a. So then wait, there's a there's a wall made of fire inside of every computer. Did we ever talk about a computer? Wait, John. I don't feel so good, Mister Bangham. <laughs> <laughs> Next news headline. <coughs> you okay? Whoa, whoa, are you okay, dude? I'm good, bro. Would you like a glass of, uh, go fuck yourself? I might get a glass of water, thank you. Sorry, that was way too vulgar. I'm sorry I said that. Netflix gets its first best picture nom and other Oscar firsts. First of all, I would just like to say... That's impressive that Netflix is getting Oscar noms. That's an original thought I just had. That it's super, like, it shows that the the direction that Netflix is getting is really solid. That's insane. To think that, like, a streaming service has been... Producing. Like, top, the top, like, theater. Yeah. Because let's face it, every single person on the, like, the Academy, like, that does the voting, like, you know, is attached to, like, Film and theaters, so like they're in the fact, like they must have been a really good movie to get in their good graces. You know what I'm saying? Because they probably have a natural disdain. For it was Roma. Movie. It was Roma. Oh, I, I didn't tell you anything about watching that. Yeah. It, looked, it looked too artsy for me though. So I guess that makes sense why I got it. Yeah, but what what do you think the other Oscar firsts are? Without looking them up, what do you think they are? Oh, is it, is there a certain Oscar first this year? Like, how many Oscar firsts were there this year? <laughs> no, I mean. I don't know. It's up to you. Well. The first Oscars with no firsts. That's its first. But that's not true, is that? Dude, FBI investigating powers right there. Well done. The first Oscars with... I got one, dude. Okay, yeah, go ahead. The I didn't first Oscars with an all Shih Tzu cast. Directed Wait. and written by Shih Tzu's. The name of the movie? They can't type. There's no title. Yeah, it's just a conglomerate of keys. It's, <laughs> it's just paws just clacking on a keyboard. He just walked over the keyboard. <laughs> How did they record it? Dude, they obviously got some of their bigger dog breed friends <laughs> to help out because the camera's pretty large. They put they, a GoPro on their They back. hired some laps. Notice how I said the cast, director, and writing were all shit There were a few Labradors in the, in the recording room. Okay. Well, 
You can expect that. Yeah. Yeah. Some um, dogs just can't do certain jobs. Excuse me? <laughs> Are you fucking ableist right now? <laughs> I saw this very uh, powerful thing at... I don't want to misquote it, but I'm going to. It was, you know, the 10-year transformation thing? That yeah, yeah, I love those, dude. It was uh, 2009, zero female Best Director nominations. I don't know if it was Best Directors. 2019, guess how many there were? Since 2009. I'm trying to think no, 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 two, no, 2009 versus 2019. Oh, uh, so in Not the year since. of 2019? In 2009, there were zero nominations at the Oscars. In 2019, how many do you think there were? I have not said in tune with, like, movies, but I'd say... How, there's, like... did they, they expanded that category, right? Isn't there, like, eight nominations? So I'm going to say there's a two. Still zero. <laughs> Isn't that fucked, dude? Damn. Yeah. Dude. Okay, but last year, I know for a fact there was a girl because of the uh, Lady Bird movie. Had a female director. And she got nominated, I think. I'm pretty sure. I'm not sure either. I wish I was more in tune with the film industry, dude. That's unfortunate. I do think that definitely the director role... Also, I just want to say, I'm not sure it was director. It could have been another. Oh, okay. That was the part that I think I might have misquoted. The director role is definitely male-dominated, though. Like, if I listed off my favorite top ten directors, I would have made all to be guys, unfortunately. Mm Mm-hmm. Dude, was hell yeah, I was correct, bro. Greta Gerwig, she did Lady Bird. She got a nomination for director. Dude, that's great. I don't think, I don't think she won though. Um, all right, let's move on to Bay Beef and Legend of the Week. Luke, whoa, whoa, whoa! Do you have any? Oh, Oscar first, real quick. Oh yeah. Um, hello everyone. Welcome to the 2019 Oscars. Your host is. It, your host is the vacuum cleaner from the show Friends. Um, Dude, no controversial, not, no controversial tweets from vacuum, though. No, actually, it said some pretty messed up things. It had some bad things to say about those dust mites, didn't it? Yeah. Do you remember that episode where... Chandler put himself in the box to punish himself because he started dating um, Joey's ex. Yeah, for sure. That was really, really strong moment of brotherhood. That was a really good example that I needed to see. See? No, I needed to see. Oh, okay, okay. All right, Babe Beef Legend of the Week, dude. What do we got? Who's your Babe of the Week? My Babe of the Week is... uh, Buffaloes, also known as bison, dude, purely dominant, except for when they were mostly massacred and hunted down. Other than that, though, so dominant. They weigh two tons. That's 4,000 pounds. They just stand there. Imagine how yoked their knees are. Dude, they had the clutch gene, bro. Everything the bison and buffalo did, or still do today, Mm -hmm. clutch. For sure. They're tough as nails, man. Dude, those knees, you're right, though. That knee point, they got to have some strong knees. And the the uh, skull in, fr- in between their ears, like the one that they head ran with, rock hard. You know what, doctors? If I ever need a knee replacement, 
Make sure it's a bison knee, not one bison of those knee. bullshit steel knees, bro. Yeah. So, yeah, bison. Bison are my babe of the week. Uh, also, I'm a little biased because I'm from Kansas, and bison are the state mammal. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, but That's big time, dude. Yeah, we learned so much about bison in, in school. That's big time. I wrote a report in fourth grade. Got an A. That's, I felt like you seemed very knowledgeable there. Like, definitely uh-huh. a report caliber of knowledge. Yeah, there are two buffalo on the Kansas State flag. Okay, that might be a little bit excessive. In a field. In a steamboat going up the river. Yeah, that's that's just too busy of a flag. And a farmer plowing a field. I don't believe that. And Mount that Sunflowers. That is the actual Kansas. Mount Sunflowers in the background. I don't believe you. Dude, let me that pull it up. That is an incredibly busy flag. Let me pull it up on my iPhone XR with AirPods. You don't have AirPods. Come on, dude. They don't know that. You're a gas bitch. <sighs> We're looking at a My Baby of the Week, Yadier Molina. Now, I know it's not a sports podcast. I'm only saying it's my baby of the week because recently he defended the city of St. Louis after another sports player from a rival team shit on the entire city. Wow, that is an ugly, ugly flag. Dude, that's not an ugly flag. It's a beautiful flag. And Aspra Paraspa, to the stars. So, yeah, Yachty defended the entire city of St. Louis saying that it was, in fact, a dope city. So, Yachty, you're my... Baby of the week. Thanks, Yadi. I appreciate that. There was this tweet that I saw. It was um like the four most boring places you could have lunch in. It was like a joke. Mm-hmm. One of them was in Kansas at the world's largest ball of twine, and one of them was under the arch, but from like East St. Louis. Oh, uh, okay. But honestly, that wouldn't be a boring lunch in East St. Louis. <laughs> Quite the exciting. <laughs> yeah, All right, who's your beef of the week? A beef of the week is left turn drivers on Big Ben, dude. There was twice last week where I almost got nailed by a car turning left because they had they were going left even though the green the air wasn't green because there was no oncoming traffic. Yeah, but they don't look at the flipping pedestrian. They don't look at the crosswalk. So I almost. I mean, I literally like Jake was with me one time. I almost got nailed and so did Jake. Like, he, me, and I was with him once, and the other time I was by myself. And, like, I literally, like, the second time when I was by myself, the car was pretty fucking close. How close? I don't know, a foot, but that feels like a lot. Oh, my gosh. That feels like a short distance for a car. Maybe two Super feet. It's probably two feet. But, like, in your mind, you're picturing, like, you know, that's close as fuck. That's, like, you, did you start thinking about your life? Dude. Dude. No, I don't think I would have died, because he was turning. So he was, he was Yeah, pretty, but your life would have been. I would have gotten some hella money, dude. That's not what I was implying. I would have replaced that damn knee to get shattered. Bison knees, dude. Bison knees. All of a sudden, dude, I walk on the football team, all American. You just do high knees. From then on, they call, That's me, the they call me Johnny Bangham, the football master. Football master? Yeah. you're a bison? As, a, as, like a, as like a bison-Bangham hybrid, I'm going to start replacing just consonants with Bs to sound cooler. Football. That, yeah, football. My beef of the week is poachers. I watched this uh, Netflix documentary. For sure, dude. For sure. Called, documentary? For sure. Called The Hunt. It's like like one of those BBC. Oh, wait. That's 
the beautiful Caucasians. Yeah. <laughs> BCC British. It's, it's BBC British Broadcasting Network. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. I don't like. It's it's BBC. I don't it's know. one of those like Planet Earth ones, but it's only about alpha predators, and it was sick. And the last episode was about how these alpha predators fit in with humans. Dude, not cool. Here, plot twist, they don't fit in with humans. Are you telling me that at the end of the episode, they show the true alpha predator, which is douche and humans that want trophies? Yeah, but they show the okay. true alpha heroes. The, cons- the conservation... The conservation teams and networks mm-hmm. that go out there. They go out there and they safely tag animals to make sure they're safe. They keep they keep track of prides of lions and of wild dogs. and They watch them and they make sure that they're healthy. They don't intervene, of course, because that is also unethical. Do they ever help them procreate, though? Mm, not that I've seen. Not that I've seen. I know they're like on the farm, dude. Sometimes people literally put... A penis is like a, a, a hog's penis in the right direction. <laughs> Otherwise, they're just, they're just missing. <laughs> they're just missing, dude. So I don't know if they do it in the wild or not, but I'm telling you right now, dude, I've seen my fair share of hog cut penises touched. <laughs> I wish I was joking around, but I'm being a dead ass right now with you. Dude, but what is your life, dude? It's been weird, dude. I know that, but I, like, <laughs> as our generation, I think that conservation is very important. I think that, you know, so that's, that's dope. That it's up to us to make, a, to make a change. Yeah, dude. Because, like, those species will go extinct if if we let them. For sure. And then what are you going to wear on your dank-ass thrift store shirt? Just, like, yeah. cars and shit? No. I want to see a damn tiger looking at his reflection while I'm drinking. And a cobra climbing a tree. That is what you're seeing. I want to see that forever, dude. I don't want to be 50 years from now seeing just cars. That's the most majestic thing in the wild now, you know? You're so right. We have to call your local government. Call yes. the mayor. So call 911 and say you have an emergency. And that emergency is global warming. And just make sure you hang out before 60 seconds so they can't find you and arrest you for disrupting the peace. Yeah, there'll definitely be people like standing next to chalkboards being like, give me a location on that. And then... Exactly, dude. And like, then you hang up in a city like St. Louis for like... There's no crime at all, dude. Police have all no. the time on their hands so much to arrest time. 21-year-olds that call them. And they're and and you hang up at fifty nine seconds and they're like, "Fuck, dude, we are so close. We didn't get it, boss." It's like those stupid little clips. <coughs> Damn it! It's like those stupid little clips, dude. Like, there's that infamous clip from Castle, like the hacking scene, where it's like, yeah, they just show it. It's like it's hacking. It's like, oh, I'm sick of navigating the location now. It's like a little like X, just like moving across the screen, just hitting all these buttons. Like, oh, yeah, I'm getting closer. It's like it like zooms in grid by grid. It's like, oh, yeah, I can smell the mildew in that building from here. Uh, Somewhere in St. Louis. That's the closest I can get. Wait a second. The call is coming from inside the house. (laughs) Would you like some cookie? (laughs) Real talk, though. What would you do if this house was haunted? I'd just body the ghost. (laughs) I'd just pull out my fucking guac guac Ghostbuster combo and go... Suck in a little guac guac, dude. A little 360 guac guac combo. A little guac guac in with a suck suck, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Sucky sucky guac guac. 360 720 twist double hand combo. Oh, God. <laughs> All of a sudden, I don't know 
plasm everywhere. <laughs> but that ghost is he finished he finished his grievance with the natural world he's ready to go he he got his final nut he can finally leave what's the place between earth and hell called hades purgatory Purgatory. that's honestly that's what goes wait hades is the god of purgatory though no no hades escorts you hades escorts you across the (laughs) lake of doom okay you know it's not right that's not right dude who escorts you across the lake of doom open I don't remember the name. I don't know. Um, um, who's the snap guy? Thanos. <coughs> Thanos. <laughs> How did I not remember the name Thanos? But what if that is true? Uh, what if all ghosts are just here on Earth just waiting to get one last double clock? Dude, walk, that's why. Double hand, 720, <laughs> hand spin, fucking last nut, I don't buzz everywhere. <laughs> that's why you don't open your mouth ever, dude. <laughs> That was a ghost, bro. It's one in my head, bro. Don't yawn. Don't yawn, dude. dude. If I can let one ghost find peace with my mouth, I'll do it. (laughs) What if the echoplasm's all over your face, bro? It's gonna be a long, hot shower. (laughs) Long, hot, lonely shower. Just like after watching those pigs, just... Penis is just missing over and over. After that, you just go take a long shot. And then your dad's like, "Get in there, Lucas. Show him how it's done." <laughs> Lucas, mount the board. Show him how to do it. They'll follow your lead. <laughs> Dad, I don't think that's how I'm supposed to do, do it, Lucas. <laughs> Dad, I feel like it's important. Like, can we show him like a video or like pull up some Pornhub or something? No, because you must mount it yourself. This is your rite of passage. It's a penguin. Alright, Dad. And that's when I broke my finger. And that's how you started on your way to having sex with moles. Yes. Man. Let me tell you, man. Jake Shaver or Lucas Bangham is a real lover when it comes to moles. Gladys. Really changed her life, didn't you? Well, I mean, first of all, I don't have no recollection of what you're talking about right now, but I'm sure I have. Right. You know, have some sort of that's half mole, half yellow one that you might think. So I don't know. But anyways, my legend of the week, dude. It's it's gotta be NFL refs. Wait, why do you say that? It's just funny because NFL refs have complete and utter control over who goes to the Super Bowl. Like their calls are like, I mean, obviously your job will be on the line if they fuck up a lot, but like. In reality, they have a supreme hatred for a team. They just don't want to see them in the Super Bowl. They could literally just switch, throw a game. And we saw that in the championship games and both games. So, uh, you know what, Sounds dude? like someone's a little bit bitter about the Super Bowl. I oh, am, yeah, dude. The Super Bowl is going to be freaking weak as hell, dude. Mm-hmm. Who wants to watch the Toasted Flakes and the Frosted Raviolis fight in a battle to the death to see which one is more succulent? Wait, Captain Crunch or Tony the Tiger? Who are you taking in a fight? In a fight, dude? Yeah. Tony the Tiger is a fucking tiger, bro. Captain Crunch is some little tiny... He's like gotta be like three foot tall. Alright, so what about the hat. leprechaun of Lucky Charms versus Tony Tiger? Here's a real question. What's under Captain Crunch's hat? Because if he's got a Glock in there, dude, Tony Tiger's fucking dead O, dude. Bang, bang. Wait, leprechaun that, no, no, that makes him a poacher, okay? <coughs> we already know what poachers stand for. True. But the lucky dude, lucky charms guy. I've seen too many. I've watched Imagination Land from South Park too many times to know not to fuck with any leprechaun ever, dude. Dude, here's the question: Will the tricks rabbit ever get tricks? 
Depends on. Dude, tricks are for kids, but like at a certain point, just give the, give them a bite. He was probably a kid at some point. So where's your heart? They're kids, man. Kids are actually like demons. They're so mean. Kids have no regard for anyone else's feelings. All they do is care about their little blood. Yeah, and then one kid does something nice, and then they go on Ellen. Dude, society, bro. Ellen is the reason why kids. It's the reason for don't the let season. Don't get the tricks. My thesis for my senior paper is gonna be all about that. Ellen DeGeneres. Boy, like Ellen DeGeneres. Screw you, Ellen. Hey, chill out, man. She's a person too. Yeah, a person who enables blood in his children, dude. And damn, Daniel. He had to talk about damn Daniel, bro. Daniel's life is ruined, bro. What was that Target kid's name that got famous? Cole from Target or some shit. What was it? Yeah, the hot one, right? The hot checkout. Yeah. Guy. I think it was just Cole. Alright, real quick. I, my legend of the week. Um, Duds. Cat Duds. She's a legend, dude. At at Mad Dog the other night. Dance floor, me and Duds. Tearing it up. I actually didn't get to hang out with her that much. It was kind of upsetting. But she's from... Uh, she's from a... Town larger than mine, but we both got like you know, kind of like Midwest hometown, so it's nice to have someone like that on the track team. She's a legend, so cool. I never see her stoke low, never. She's injured right now, can't run, stoke so high. Still nice to have a combo with. That's That's, legendary. That's dang, dude. Yeah, at the end of the day, dude, this podcast is all about stoke. At the end of the day, you're so right. All right, let's hit some questions from uh, Stoke Nation. Um, for sure, dude, for sure. Alright, this yeah, one sir. this one you may remember uh, Kindle from last week's episode. This question is is from her. Stokers from Stillwater have some very uh, dude, reading is really hard. Stokers from Stillwater have some questions for y'all. They are all very important to us and we'll send more later. <coughs> Number one, if you had to live in one season for the rest of your life, which would you choose and why? Lucas? I'm fucking with fall on this one. I'm, I like the colors. I'm solidly summertime. Being tan, mm-hmm. getting blonde, getting yeah. yoked, raging, going to the beach. That's true. Because half of the good thing about fall is you still have some of your tan. But uh-huh. if there's only fall, then you won't have a tan. Yeah, so. but I love trees. When I, trees I like changing, living weather, too. Like, as long as it's fall in like 55, dude, I'm a happy mug. Yeah, true. All right, number two. If you suddenly lost the ability to use your feet, just feet, but legs still work, to move or walk, how would you choose to move around for the rest of your life? Yeah, I've, I've been on the record of saying this. I'm definitely going to be moving around like a Star Wars droid, droid like one of those little spinning Roller ones. droids. The roller droids, because at the end of the day, dude, like after a couple of years of mastering that, bro, I might develop my own little like force field and just fuck people up. <laughs> so, I'm down for the challenge. Hells yeah. I think I would, uh, I would just use a bird scooter. Scoot around everywhere. Or, um, no, that's it. Yeah. It's the only option. That's the move, dude. Or, you know, we were talking about Doc Ock earlier. Maybe I call him up. And get some legs. And get, get some, some mechanical. Get some mechanical legs to put in my back. Yeah. Uh, maybe, like, I could rob a bank pretty easily then, because Spider-Man lives in New York City, so I'm basically free to do whatever I want. Just having power doesn't mean you'd be a villain, though, you know? You could do it for good, though. Like, you could stop poaching if you wanted to. Theoretically. New life goal. 
Number three, when's the most stoked you've ever been? It, when I first came to Wash U, I was pretty fucking stoked. Probably coming to Wash U. I was probably the most stoked I've ever been when we got the idea to record this podcast. Dude, that was actually like an insane five minutes of stokage. Yeah. Yeah. Number four, if you receive the punishment of adopting the mannerisms of a single animal for the rest of your life, which do you choose? Uh, silverback. Right. Just, the mannerism is just being an alpha. Yeah. And like, picking at other people's hair. But that one's fine. Because if they say anything, I'll literally crush them. Yeah. I'll just be a dog. The unwavering loyalty. I uh, have fun rubbing your butt on the carpet and licking yourself all day. I mean, I feel like the licking myself part wouldn't be too bad. The butt part... Would That'd be, be a too... stoke drainer for us. I have to clean the carpet a lot more yeah, than I do now. Also, my butt would just be red, bro. For sure. Um, number five, cards against humanity or what do you mean? Cards against humanity, bro. What do you mean? I've never played, but I think I'd crush it. Number six, what's the last lie you told? If it's not juicy, just forget this one. Not a big time liar, so don't know. Are you I'm calling sure. me a liar? No, of course not, dude. Well, I'm not calling you a truther. Drake and Josh. That is a lie. I didn't have that shit on my TV, so. Yeah, neither did I. I just know it from the internet. I um, I don't tell a lot of lies either, so sorry. But not sorry. Shit. Imagine you had to walk around in heels for the rest of your life. Please vividly describe your ideal heel. We need, at the minimum, heel height, style, color, and material. And which of these factors is the most important in your decision? Red bottom, six inch mother humpers, dude, just so the red bottoms are very, very clear. Uh, expensive, like, I'm talking like $1,000 red bottoms. And I just, everyone's gonna know I'm wearing them. Everyone, so the higher the better. Yeah. I'd probably go with 12 inch platforms, black velvet. Embroidered flowers, glow in the dark heel, but the heel is so thick that there's water in it, and I keep a betta fish in it. That'd be fire, dude. And I think the most important factor for me is the embroidered flowers. Here's my question, dude. If you walk around your entire life wearing 12-inch platforms, you would presumably get used to that difference. Yeah. So why don't we just have kids? Or why doesn't someone just give her to an athletic child, make them walk in 12-inch platforms their entire life, so by the time they're of college age and NBA age, dude, they'll just be like a seven-footer because of their shoes, and they'll just dominate. Just dominate. You might have just done something. Yeah, I think I did. Uh, last question. Personally, I would like to hear a description of your ideal pet. What do you think? A uh, cup holder... Um, wait, like a, like a, a, like a legit cup holder, like, as part of their flesh, but they enjoy the cool content of the glass. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, and then, like, um, a super, uh, rough tongue that... Oh, I love kitten kisses. Yeah, that, like, <laughs> and that's never, never afraid to lick me, dude. But what about when you don't want to be licked? I, it just I, knows? I just, I just say, and it goes... <laughs> It can speak English, bro? No, oh, yeah, that's the one last thing. It speaks fluent French and English. <laughs> Do you speak French? I don't, but I go, yo, pet. 
what's I love you in French? You're like, no more, come on. You're like, all right, sick. I'll go speak that on my GF right now. I'll give a little romance language, dude. Let's see what happens. Be like, yo, GF, no more, come on. And she's like, oh my gosh, when did you learn French for me? I'm like, dude. I've been in the classroom, hard hitting those books, and, and then Pat's just, just like, back there in the Pat's corner, like, "Yeah, I thought you wouldn't take my credit no more." And then I walk back to the pet and I give it a little, like a little dog treat. And go, "Hey, man, that's the last time I promise, bro. I'll tell the truth next time." Dude, don't know? take advantage of your man, pet's loyalty. Every time dog. you lie to me, man, I just think I trust you a little less inside. And I go, "All right, you know I what, did. pet? I've been treating you like a pet this entire time, but you're a homie. And I won't lie to you ever again." What about you, man? Ideal pet? Um, probably a bird that is is big enough um, to pick me up by the shoulders and fly with me. Can also speak English, but it's like gentle. It's, it doesn't have talents. It has like some sort of straps that I can strap into, yeah. and it can I can fly with it. You know what? Why don't just be the dragon, bro? I'm gonna go with. What's that thing called in Harry Potter? Uh, Phoenix. Hippogriff. Hippogriff. I'm gonna... I, my ideal pet is probably a hippogriff. It's just... Hippogriff. Griff. Hippo... My... Hi, hippopoda. Hippogriff. Mine? Yeah, I like that, dude. I'm pretty sick. Yeah, that's pretty... It's pretty fire, Still dude. got a lot of alpha energy. Alright, uh, that's the last question. You guys have anything you want to say? Kowalski, analysis of this episode. To be seen. To be seen. Alright. Jokers. Listen, guys and gals. We're happy to have you guys on another episode. We really hope that your stoke is strong. We'll try to record one again this weekend so that we're on the, on the same time we should have been had the first one not been corrupted. Uh, we got some exciting news coming your way soon, so stay tuned for that, Stokers. John, anything else? Keep boom clapping the rest of this week, okay? You can do this. You're brave, you're smart, and you're courageous. Don't let anything get in your way this week. Goodbye. Fuck you, bro. No silver, no gold. <laughs>